Hello beautiful, welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons, I'm a wife, a mum and a relationship coach and I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids, I didn't have that either, you're exhausted, you feel like you're just surviving each day, I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real-life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Worthy Woman Podcast with Aston Simmons. Today, I have an amazing guest. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, and I feel like we really need it about now. Um, So welcome to the podcast, Ali. Ali is an author. We're going to talk a bit about her amazing book as well, Um, a Cairo, a working mum business strategist. And so all the working mums, stay tuned because we've got lots of Lots of juicy tips um, to share around this because it is quite an elusive balance. We were just talking about how the system does not support working mums, so we have to create our, create our own system. So you need to be listening to this episode to help you create that um, so that you can thrive. That's what Ali is really passionate about. Um, she wrote the Work Mama Life book um, and she has now splits her time between her private practice as a Cairo and serving working mums um, who own their health business businesses to create the life of their dreams, which I absolutely love. Um, Welcome to the podcast, Ali. Thank you for having me, Aston. I am very, very excited to be here today. I think that uh, this time of year, we're recording this in September. Oh, October. Oh my gosh, I'll just see. October. I know. I don't even know what month it is. It just suddenly finished, didn't it? I feel like it abruptly ended. I was like, yeah, we're still in September. And then all of a sudden, no, we're in October. October, And we are in the last three months of the year. Yes. Things are hectic. And so um, I think that working mum life and the illusion of balance, but what Mm. for us is a really good conversation at this time of year. Yeah. Definitely. A hundred percent. I fully agree. And I feel like I need it. I feel like all the mums and the women are just intuitively starting to feel it in their nervous system. Mm -hmm. Like, like just it's it's not quite there yet, but we can feel it coming. So I think this is um, on edge. (laughs) (laughs) This is the perfect time to have the conversation. Um, Ali, I always like to before we jump in, give my um listeners an opportunity to share a bit more about who they are behind their bio. So, um, you're a mum as well. You've written a book. Um you're um you're an incredible woman I can already feel the energy from you so I'd love you to share more of your energy with the listeners so that they can um just to get get to know you a bit more yeah oh thank you um so I was raised by uh a matriarchy I guess like when we look at things that way so my mum was a working mum always and she came from a farm where my grandma was the supporter but my mum finished high school and wanted to go to uni to study to be the radiographer and my grandfather was like no get married to a local farmer like your sister did and my mum was like not happening and my grandma was like off you go Christine I've saved some money for you and it was a six-hour drive to uni right so that was sort of the pre-framing of 
of womanhood that I had. And then we step into motherhood and I always thought, you know, connection is such a big part of what I talk about, that we would be uh, surrounded by all of my beautiful women friends. And we lived in Malaysia, South Korea, Johor, <laughs> and uh, and creating and curating that meant that I had to experience motherhood and working motherhood in a really different way to what I thought I would. And I think it's been such a blessing and being yeah. able to do that and still have a career and then go down this completely different but highly relatable path as well. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And I think I can really relate. I don't think anyone is like, oh, yeah, motherhood was exactly what I expected to be. That initiation looked exactly how I planned, everything played out. Like I don't think I've heard one woman ever say that. Um, You know, like I had a very different experience to what I was expecting as well. And I actually realised I didn't think I was expecting it to look a certain way. But like you said, we do because, you know, we see it in our own lives, in our own families, in movies and yeah, and we all have these fantasies or these idolizations that we hope are going to happen, and they've been um, planted there for years. They, like have. they have that patriarchal concept that when you're a good mum, you act a certain way, and when you're not a good mum, you act a different certain way. Is yes. planted in our brains from a very yes. young age, and being able to recognize it and say yes, that does work for me, or eh, eh, that is not my path, I think is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves to. Yes, I love that you said that. I literally had to break up with that whole good mum story. Yeah. Because it just was not serving me, you yeah, know? Exactly. It made right. me question everything. And I was like, I'm doing my best. And that's actually mm. gets to be enough because, yeah. you know, I, I think often the labels can get in the way, you know, and good is like, it's a perspective thing. Like, what is that even? Like, depending on, you know, that day or that season or what support you have, like, it's going to look different for everybody. So I think dropping the judgment is a huge, huge part of reducing um, all of that stress and pressure that, you know, ultimately we put on ourselves and then each other. And yeah, it has a big impact. Um, well, I think talking about stress and pressure is probably a really great pl- place to dive into since we're already heading there. Um, so what are some of the indicators of burnout and neurological um, stress? Like how does it show up? So it can show up for lot in lots of different ways for lots of different people. So my burnout, because I sort of started going on this journey, I'm a health practitioner. At this point in time, I've been in practice something like 18 years. So you think, I've got my shit together. I've worked with mums. I work with kids. I should. I didn't even ask if I can swear. Sorry. And yeah, um, go for it. <laughs> and and then uh, we had all these big life events, and my body let me know. So I got a vigorous cuddle from my kid. You can all relate to this, listeners, I'm sure. And he hit under my chin with his head as he jumped into my arms, and it threw my head back. And I immediately got this weird beard wrapping sensation on my face. And I just was like, I'll just get adjusted. You know, I'm a chiropractor. I'll just get adjusted. It'll go away. Didn't go away. And then I started gaining weight rapidly, 10 kilos in three months, which is a huge amount of weight for someone of my frame to gain. I'm not a small frame nor a big frame person, just an average person. And then um, I couldn't sleep and I wasn't able to concentrate. I was really fuzzy. I was short with the kids and I was like, my body is not right. So I was like, I think I have a brain tumor based on the neurology that was showing up. 
And so I had brain MRIs all clear. And then I was like, well, it must be my thyroid. I think maybe I've got Graves or Hashies. No, that was fine. Maybe it's MS. No, that's fine. And in the end, it was burnout, pure and simple. Yeah, cortisol bottoming out, adrenals not able to function. Like I could mainline six shots of coffee a day and be like, oh, I'm going to sleep tonight, but still sleep for two hours. You know, it was just wow, ridiculous. Yes. Um, but burnout in women often shows up as trying to be that perpetual duck on the water, looking calm on top and busy underneath. And we get short-tempered. Uh, mm. Our cycle will change. It will impact on our um hormones we will get a big shift in our sleeping patterns and those elements um we will often have a weird neuroscience show up with it um and weight gain is a super common part because the way if our body is in burnout mode it's in a high stress point we're not able to regulate our vagus out of dorsal vagal back to ventral vagal and so it goes well i need to store all of this food because i feel like i'm going to be chased by a lion soon so we just need to be able to go my body isn't great and i think the greatest gift is that we stop and ask how am i today Mm. feeling this today what is the greatest thing that's happening here for me right now and that's where the power of our intuitive womanhood lies where we can actually Mm. go ask the question and give ourselves the space. But the problem is society doesn't recognise that as a valid component of womanhood and we should are expected to ask from outside in influences about what is wrong with us rather than mm. really being able to gift ourselves that time and space to listen in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Goosebumps. That is huge. And I can relate. Like four years ago, I definitely hit burnout and it was after my second child and I was that person that was just on the surface looked fine. But yeah, underneath everything was going on all the time. And like you were talking about, um, we're not taught how to regulate, like regulate our nervous system. So, you know, that it's not a new thing, but it's kind of a new conversation um, that we need to do that. Like, and if we're not regulating, if we're not breathing, if we're not slowing down before we speed up, it will catch up with us. And like, that I love the book, The Body Keeps the Score. And oh, it does. So it, it just shows up and you're like, what the hell? Where did this come from? You know, for me, it was I started to lose my hair. Yeah. I started losing hair. I wasn't sleeping. I was gaining a bit of weight, um, like around my stomach area. And it it was, you know, the way it came forth and came through was different to it's like you just knew. I just intuitively knew something was not quite right. And I went to the doctors, got all the tests and everything was fine because yeah. I thought maybe it was my thyroid or, yeah. um, and no, um, you know, it was, I remember my doctor saying, I actually think it's a sign you need to slow down. I yeah. think this is, you know, that you're running your life the same way you did probably prior to when you had one child and then even before kids, because yeah. there is this ridiculous expectation for productivity out there. Mm-hmm. It's, just insane. Like it's in the workplace, it's in the home, it's this addiction to busy. And I remember literally having to decide to break up with it mm. and to choose to consciously slow down. And in the beginning, I did kind of feel a bit lazy yeah. compared to what I was you're doing. suddenly sitting around going, oh, what am I doing? I'm just going to read a book. Wow. Yeah. I haven't done that in 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, sit with what I'm feeling and and connect into myself and actually realize, oh, I'm breathing a bit fast. I actually do need to slow down and just regulate and get back in my body. And, 
you know, now it's a normal part of my life and it's great because I can teach my kids and I don't shame myself for it or anything like that. But I remember going through like this process of, you know, feeling some shame, like having to learn how to rest. I mean, it's just seems so ridiculous. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. It's yeah. crazy. But now I it's easy for me. But I understand for some women listening who are so in the system. And so, you know, I've had clients that, you know, they're working full time, ridiculous hours. They're dropping their kids at daycare. They're going to work. They're picking their kids up from daycare. They're rushing in to do the dinner and their partners work away or, you know, it's just it's it's insane, you know, when you it's completely unrealistic. Yeah. Um and it's crazy how normal it is. Yeah. You know? And, and in our in the space I work in with healthcare business owners, we're expected to show up to work and be a hundred percent in service to other people, which is fine. And then we finish our client time and then we like, right, so now we need to order the vitamins, check the stock. If you've got a good office manager, that like takes a lot of that off your plate, but then you have to liaise with them and have those meetings and train your staff. And then you need to organize it. Like my week this week, we have one club night swimming, school swimming carnival, first swim meet of the season, three, four swimming training, soccer training, soccer game, and a basketball game. And that's all just after school. Yeah, exactly right. So you literally, as you say, like, so how do you work in that? How do you cook? Yeah. <laughs> like how? Yeah, I know. I got my brand new Thermomix after I'm like 20 years into Thermomix. I got my brand new one yesterday. Not affiliated. Just love it. I am so yes. excited for dinner the next few Yeah. Um, but yep. yes, it is. And it's a season. So sometimes we have yes. seasons and weeks where they're like that. And I think being able to know what your body is like, you can go, right, well, this week I know that I'm going to be like really busy. So what can I do for myself to manage that? And for me, I made sure that I have scheduled time in the middle of my week when my kids are both at school, where I have blank space, because I know if yes. I don't get that blank space, it's a big problem. And I have made sure that I kept moving my body um, because yes. movement is the other really big thing. Our brain thrives on movement to feel a sense of safety. So when we yes. are in that state of neurological stress, one of the greatest things we can do is just start gentle movement. And mm. often that's so difficult because we're feeling so stressed that we can't, like, I can't put another thing into my week. How can I put yes. that back into my week? But the benefit of it is okay, but by doing that, I am a one thousand percent a better human. And it doesn't yeah, have definitely. to be an hour at the gym. Like it, it doesn't be one lap of the block for five minutes. Yeah, like it's, yeah. I I'm so glad you said that because I know for me as a mum, I had to unattach from the way it looked. Yes, because of, often we're high achievers. It needs to look perfect. We need the yoga pants, the yoga mat, that yes. you know, the proper membership. You know, we need all the things to be set up, and then yeah. that actually blocks us from doing the things. So. Yeah. For me, I've had to make it so simple. I was just sharing with a client today that I don't have a specific morning routine. It doesn't mean I, I think they're great, but with two kids that still creep into my bed, up and down, all these things, I had to yeah. had to unattach from it. So my morning routine looked like me doing my visualization once they got out of the bed. I just laid there for an extra few minutes and did a visualization and felt that in my body and then I felt better. When I put my makeup on, I'll put some music on and I'll dance. Yeah. You know, that's how, you know, I, I find I have to do my morning routine throughout my day yes. Um, just in those little minutes yeah. or moments 
um, because it helps me and just unattached from the way it looks. I'm not always in the perfect gear. It's not always the perfect time, but I just get it done. I feel better and then I'm able to keep going. And I love how you said to schedule it because I had to literally schedule white space. Yeah. Absolutely. In my calendar. Or else it Otherwise, happen. it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I was just going to keep filling the yeah. calendar. Yeah. Um. So I think that's another really great tip if yeah. you're in that busy burnout phase to just start to schedule white space. And, you know, initially you'll probably just be sitting maybe in the sun or reading a book Hopefully or something. with bare feet on a piece of grass on a yes. or in some nature yes. somewhere because then you're getting like the added bonuses of all those elements with it too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we have like a dodgy park around the corner from my practice. Like we're talking full dodgy. You check the ground first, right? And um, but sometimes we'll, as a team, we will walk down there and take our shoes off and just be like, ah, okay, now we're all connected again, and we go back. Yes, and it's amazing what that does. Yeah. yeah, I love how you speak so much to connection in all of your work because that's one of my highest values. And yeah. I think in anything, in relationships, with kids, with our work, if we don't have that connection to ourselves, we don't feel connected to the earth or where we are or what we're doing, it makes it very hard to do the thing. Very, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Is that one of the five simple steps? I really want to jump into those. Is that one of them? Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, the book, Work Mama Life, and it came out of a course that I have called the Working Mama Reset, actually. And what is it? Yeah, it's an online course and it's there. You can just get it whenever you want, work your way through it. It's eight weeks, 34 videos. It's awesome. But amazing is... the five things are things that are going to help to neurologically correct it and you, there's not a right way or a wrong way to do them. So we can often we'll get these things and it'll be like you have to start with this, but any of these five things can be worked on at any given time. So the first one that I talk about is nutrition and I think that um, that can be really huge for a lot of people is how we can create that level of nutrition that we want I'm actually just finishing up six weeks of super conscious nutrition because I hadn't done it in a while and I wanted to feel what it was like when you've come from the other place again and it's been such a blessing but it's just a simple stuff of actually tasting what you're eating Mm. what are you putting in your body what does that do I like that is my body receptive to this is it not Um, And thinking about whole foods and that as women eating packaged foods and eating pre-processed stuff doesn't support us as we move through motherhood. And I mean, I've been there eating the scraps off my kids' plates and then going, oh, what am I going to eat for dinner? I'll have a scrambled egg again. And that's okay. That's a season, right? But um, nutrition is a really important part of that. Um, The next one is movement. And we've already spoken about that. Mm. I think movement, we know that it drives our brain health and our fun and our senses of safety. One thing I do want to mention is that if we are going through a adrenally challenged burnout type of time, heavy movement can be really opposite and it can create more stress in our body. And that's when things like your CrossFit and your HIIT exercises may not be right for you. And you need to really pair that back to restorative type stuff. And then as you heal, you can bring those things that you love back in. Uh, The third one is sleep. And I think, you know, Mm. we all laugh about this as mothers and working mothers will often be catching up on our work after school or after the kids have gone to bed and then our brain's busy. And so then we stay up later and doom scroll and watch TV for a little while. And um, 
And it gets to a point where sleep is the last thing on our list. I mean, I still get woken up most nights by my nearly 11-year-old because she doesn't want to walk 15 steps to the bathroom. And that's okay. But I do go to bed at about 9 o'clock every night and I don't get up till 5, 5.30. So you've yeah. just got to find a balance. You've got to yeah. acknowledge that maybe one night a week you need to go, I'm out, and put yourself to bed before everyone else in the family. And I do that yeah. probably twice a month where I'm like, it's my yeah. And there's times that I have to do that yeah. definitely. I'm like, if anyone needs me, they can come find me. But yeah, I'm I'm in bed. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be the first one in bed tonight. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a race. Who can beat it? Yeah. Except they all pile in and want to sleep with you. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the tricky bit. The fourth one is thinking and calm. And I think also when I've spoken to working mums, there's this huge mindset out there that to meditate or meditate well or have thoughtfulness, it needs to take hours. You need mm. to go to classes to learn how to do it. And I'm a huge proponent for five minutes is better than nothing. Yeah. And um, and what can we do? Within the activity load that we already have during our week, where can I bring calm back in? So it might be a breathing mm. technique uh, while we're sitting at traffic lights or we are washing the dishes. And that can be enough to begin regulating your nerve system. Or it might be actually um, going and doing, like I use Insight, which is a free app, and I do a guided meditation a couple of times a week, and they go for about 10 minutes. So it's not... Yeah hours long but it's just something to start your brain winding down and using different pathways and then the last one is connection connection is Mm. I think we know now through the polyvagal theory that your neurons are talking to my neurons and we are all connected and the thing that makes us most human is our ability to read a room and connect with others and that to be healthy we need that social connection and as mothers if we're busy what's the first thing we stop doing we cancel the coffee date and stay home right so making sure that happens and combining connection with one of those other things is so powerful so can you connect with someone and go for a walk and then you're getting your movement in can you connect with someone and go and have lunch and then you're going to eat your food so where does that fit in as well Oh, I love that. And I love, like, as you were talking, I was thinking connection can really, you can use so many of them together to create that connection and they can work really well yes. um, to really increase the experience. And I think that's also where I, I've i had to learn to be okay with the blend of it. Yes. So like what you're talking about, you know, I think pre-kids, it's things seem to be able to, you seem to be able to separate everything, Yes, you know, in its own box, but kind of after kids, it gets a little bit tricky and it, yeah, there's, it's murky waters. It's a little bit messy. It's very magical, but it is a little bit messy. And sometimes it can be a lot for our minds to kind of comprehend. But I know for me, being able to lean into the blend and being like, I, it can be a walk and a play date and like a beautiful nutritious lunch. And I time. actually, yeah, and I leave feeling so full, yes. you know, and, and it's like that wasn't so hard. Like it yes. gets to be easier when we're willing to allow things to blend a bit, allowing them to, you know, other parts of our lives to touch each other and it, it all be okay. Um, It's not going to be perfect, but I think we're all learning that perfection doesn't exist so (laughs) yeah you know the sooner we can embrace this kind of beautiful messy magic and just see it as all working for us all working for our you know our mental health our physical health our emotional health I think that's that's what holistic um kind of healing and and you know holistic living um is really about 
Exactly right. And I think that as a society, it's not encouraged to look at holism and that mm. holistic mindset very often because we are only as good to each other person in our parts and the whole of us is where we are our exceptional selves and it's just not honoured in the way that it really should be. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. which is is sad, but we get to change that, don't we, yeah, by exactly. how, how we choose to show up and, yeah. and our own system or how we choose to be. And I know that's definitely been an invitation for me as well. Mm. Um, amazing. I've absolutely loved this chat. I really want to share all of your resources. So I'm going to put your links below, yeah. your book, the course we talked about, because that sounds amazing. Um, and I'll share it with the listeners so that they can find you. Um, where else can they find you? On Instagram? Or... I'm on Insta uh, at Young, A-L-I-Y-O-U-N-G. And that's where I share lots of stuff. I am having a bit of a social media break at this exact point in time. Totally okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it will be back probably in the next two to three weeks. We'll just see how it goes. And, uh, and my website is dralliyoung.com. And that's where there's a heap of free resources on there. If you scroll down to the bottom of that page and you can join my newsletter as well. Um, amazing amazing thank you so much for your time I literally feel like richer and fuller from this conversation so thank you so much thanks for having me and um yeah guys definitely go and check out Ali's work um and check out her book I know I'm going to be getting her book I'm super excited and um thank you so much for being here thanks for having me Thank you so much for being here, beautiful. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I really hope you've got so much value from this episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. It means the absolute world to me. And if you have a friend or a sister that you feel would get value from this episode, please feel free to share it with her too. I have loved sharing all of this with you, but honestly, I have so much to share with you. So if you want more, please head to the comments below and there you'll find my latest free resources and you'll also find a link to book in a free one-to-one relationship breakthrough session with me. Yes, you get to pick my brain and ask all the free relationship advice and we'll also get really clear on where you are in your relationship right now, what's not working, and we will create a plan to get your relationship working again so that you can start connecting and communicating on that deeper level that you really are craving. You are 100% worthy of a relationship in which you feel loved and supported and I really want to help you create a beautiful So book in that call and I cannot wait to see you and have a chat.